Chemtrails is intended for mature audiences only. Thanks for tuning in to the Kim Chills podcast, where you get the latest topics within the culture with the uncensored, unscripted facts and opinions from our crew. Yo, this is Black Morris, and you're tuned into the Chemtrails podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Kim Trails Podcast. I'm your host, Mo Chris, along with AP and Trader Dre. What up, what up? What's going on, family? And we back, man, back for another episode. And and, and today, we're just going to keep it simple. And we're going to talk about voting. And we're going to talk about Everything, both sides of the arguments, all around, in between, past, present, future. And we're just going to try to have a good conversation tonight. So I don't know where to start, but I just want to just say, hey, first of all, no matter how we feel about voting or not voting, really it's up to you. If you believe in voting, go vote. And if you don't believe in voting, don't vote. And if you feel like your vote doesn't matter, figure out why it doesn't matter. If you feel like my ancestors died, which I can't wait to touch on that, then vote. Whatever your passions is, you feel it, whether for it or not, hey, and we're going to touch on all that tonight. So uh, anything y'all want to begin with? Man, I can't wait to, if we're going to start, let's start with the history, man, because for oh, a lot Lord. of people... You know, they don't understand where it came from and what people did in order to get that right for them to even just have the choice to say, yes, I will or will not vote. So, you know, I say let's start with the history. Yeah, yeah, let's let's dive in. First of all, I like to just really just start with 1865, right from where we were proclaimed free as slave, you know, the, pro, pro, you know, the procul- Emancipation Proclamation. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, crazy, I used to, uh, that's all I used to speak about. And then once I, you realize what it really, what the word emancipate means, and then it takes on a whole nother meaning. So it's like, damn, I don't even just scratch all that. <laughs> this is where they say we was free, but really not free. But anywho, you got to understand, though, let's put this in reality context. After the Civil War, a lot of white men died. It was uh, black people, we were thriving. We were less than 10 years. We, was, we, we cut our literacy rate in half. We was, you know, speaking French. We was running for Congress, even Senate. So when you got what, Albert Pike, and them boys, you know, 33rd Freemason, which brought it to uh, America, wrote the book, Morals and Dogma, that a lot of people still read and uphold today. But Iber Pike started the KKK. And the one of the original reasons why they had to start the KKK, because they had to scare us out of voting. They had to keep us from voting. They knew that 
whether we was three-fifths a person or not, we can still marginalize the vote. And they knew they had to use extreme tactics, which later turned into the KKK as being ruthless and infamous as we know them today. So that's one of the first beginning history of voting and why we say that our ancestors died to vote. The dying was because we knew we was part of this country and we want to be part of this country. And we knew we can not people say run this country. That is, that is some people projecting, Hey, blacks going to do to us what we do to them. No, what's that? It was our country and we want to be treated as equals. And that was the reason why they endured that standing in line, even though those white coats, white, what I mean, like, you know, the KK clay members would come in and, be killed, do whatever type of voting suppression the real that they could to keep us from voting. So I just want to touch on that first when we talk about the ancestors dying. So as far as what I'm looking at, I got a couple of dates I just want to keep, or a couple key points. Uh-huh. So 1870 is when the 15th Amendment was ratified. So that was the start of this battle because this is where you know it's right after the civil war and then at that point based on that the states basically prohibited you denying a male citizen the right to vote based on color race or any previous condition of servitude so that was the start now when the states passed that none of these applied to women or anything else, it was just men. Mm-hmm. But even with that, with the states denying that, saying that you can't deny them the right, there was nothing on the books for counties, polling places, anything like that, that could use any tactic they wanted to stop you from voting. So you still didn't really have true voting rights, even as a man at that point. Right. Then I want to talk about 1920. Mm. It was uh, the 19th Amendment at that point was passed. And that was what granted white women the right to vote. Right. <laughs> it was, they say it was women's suffrage, but in reality, that didn't do nothing for African-American women, Hispanic women, American Indian women, none of them got any right to vote, even though most of them came from a heritage that had been in this country long before anybody else. Now, we also got to stay for the record. Now, white women could vote only for one reason only. What was that reason? And, and they don't like to say this in history, but, but only if the white, if her husband died and she was the inheritance of the land, she could vote, which is still wasn't a lot of white women, believe it or not. And and you got to understand, so if you was going to let these black people vote and the white women could vote, it, and so you could kind of see how one barrier breaks down another, you see? That's why I still feel like even the women's movement, they still have to attach them to our movement, which is the black woman always been equal to her men, whether past, present, or whatever. You could... You well, know, I mean, 
Not necessarily. I mean, you know, just think about that, man. I mean, we gave a date in the 1800s, and then 50 years later, black women still did not have the right to vote. True. And technically, right about 95 years later, that's a long ass time. Yeah. Before we saw the voting, the Voting Rights Act of uh, 1965 pass. That is a very long time before someone gets to say, by law, I am equal with rights to you. But when you think about it, that's a significantly long time before it became truly illegal to try to, you know, to openly suppress a vote, period. So, and I just want to, you know, remark to people, this is the, this is that point in time where most of you will, will have seen the, uh, the historical marches on Washington. You'll see the Malcolm X, the Martin Luther Kings, the, the, the heroes of that era and the landmark uh, legislation that was getting passed in that regard. So mm. to Mo Chris's point, I want you to think about that time period. You know, also, that's also the time period of FDR, which is debate. Did black people start becoming Democrats for FDR, or was it, oh, later president? Was it Ford, I think? Or let me, let me double check that. Let me Google that well, real quick. It's no doubt the parties went through the transitions in different times. I don't doubt. That that wasn't the case. But again, like I said, we talk about the history. You're looking at a period of time where 1870 mm-hmm. all the way to 1965. It's a 95-year period. Right. On one aspect of American culture, and that is the right to vote. So now... You know, you look at it and you say, we, we, we stand here at the precipice of, what is it? This is 2020, precipice of the uh, 2020 election. And we're still having policies play out where, where our legislation can ask the question, is voting a right or is it a privilege? And if they were to, with the simple classification of it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Make that 95 years of fighting worthless because they would say, we're not denying a right. Mm-hmm. This law has nothing to do with privileges. <laughs> so there you have it. That's, that's one thing for y'all to remember as y'all step out there. want to be part of the chemtrails family join the group you can find us on facebook and ask for access to our group you'll be one of the first to know everything chemtrails
what you got to say, AP? Man, I'm ready to get to the just to the present because my only thing about voting is at one time period did the ball get dropped as far as voting being important. So you went from back in the day, they hanging us, killing us, terrorizing us, trying to vote to now. It's like, man, if you vote or you don't vote, it don't matter. So something changed. I don't know what, and that's what I want to figure out or try to figure out is what changed with the way I guess America handled handles the the presidential election. Well, I think you mean how? Wait, wait. You said what changed how America handles the presidential? What election? I'm saying, yeah, you voting. went from killing uh, black people, gotcha. scaring them from voting, to now it's like shit. You can vote if gotcha. you want to. Yeah, it's it's up to you. I also want to tell you this too, that I feel like nobody did everybody skip over this. You had the when when was the FBI, CIA, when was that invented? Because if Jaguar Hoover, he was the first FBI director, right? Right. So you gotta understand in the in the uh, earlier later part of the twentieth century in nineteen when they created these these other entities, now you have a a different type of operation, military co-op operation. Whereas, whereas, I well now we need to secretly co-op these guys into doing something that they don't want to do, or thinking that they are part of, but they're really not. So what I'm trying to say is, when we was fighting to vote, as they said, the ancestors at the time dying or, or or whatever to vote. We was trying to vote and we didn't have, we always had black conspirators, but it wasn't a doubt in our minds that if we get this black person in office, then we can at least control certain resources in our community. What changed is, is that now the so-called black politician, the leaders, they don't want to, they don't represent us. They want our vote, but they don't want to represent us. And so I feel like the, the dominant society did a, do a damn good job of screening certain people to, to fit their agendas. Like we could say, like Daniel Cameron, like the DA out there. I mean, not the attorney general out there in Kentucky. It's, it's mind-blowing how he went over and beyond to protect something that could have just let play it out. If he was really neutral, as he said he was, then why did you have to cover up the cover-ups? You see what I'm saying? Why did you have to go through these extents to cover up something and now it's biting you back in the in the ass? That's what that's what we're saying. We voting people in that don't have our interests, but we have the illusion that we think they're part of the interest. So that's what's going on now versus the early 1900s when when a vote really mattered. Well, mattered so to I us. think I was I was focused more on the presidential election. So I believe I do believe like our votes count for like the local stuff. I do believe that. But as far as the president. The presidential elections, I don't believe mm -hmm. our vote counts. 
And that's what I'm talking about, like back back then, like with the ancestors being like, say, say like, let's say you had Obama and Obama and Romney running yeah. back then. Probably five times out of 10, it would have been more feasible to see Obama being president versus now. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. but I'm saying, so what I'm saying is like what, at what point did, I guess I vote not have any power as far as picking the presidents. Like mm. what, what was that time frame or what was that big change that was like, you know what? They don't pick too many people that we didn't like. So from now on, we not letting them pick. We gonna start deciding like how long has the electoral college been going on? Is that some Oh well, now the electoral college that was created in the eighteen hundreds during again because of the slaves. The South had all the slaves, so they had a greater population than the, the North. But you know, you had slaves is only three fifths a person. Right. So if if the South had all the population and the North didn't how are you going to have equal representation among the states? Because yet, majority, the South, they're powerful because they have slaves, even though they slaves don't have any merit, but they're still using their slaves to gain certain votes, which is wrong to, to uh, another state. Let's say like Rhode Island, I'm just making this up. Rhode Island, the small itty bitty state. We don't have the population, but yet we should we should be able to have just as much representation as the big states with slaves. You see what I'm saying? This is when the electoral college was created. It wasn't created just because of of just white people alone. No, it's because we had to figure out how we can balance this system out with a population that we count that we actually don't want to count, but we want to count them. For political means, you see what so, I'm saying. So they, the electoral college was the answer for what at the time was an extremely complicated s- scenario, right? So mm-hmm. political parties were emerging left and right, and you ended up having like I think it was, it was like John Adams won the presidency, right, and he beat his opponent, Thomas Jefferson, who then was forced to be like his vice president or something like that, but they was of different political parties. So the Electoral College was kind of helping to mitigate some of the challenges of dealing with one, political party systems, and two, just what Chris outlined, this idea of equal representation amongst the states. And this is why this and this is what eventually created the whole concept of swing states. Exactly. That's why oh, the electoral new swing college states. was. Uh, mm-hmm. I could have sworn I read something that electoral college was created because they felt like the average American wasn't smart enough to make those kind of decisions. So they basically let's put a smart person that represent that state, and like, like you know what. Mo Chris don't know what he's talking about, so we're going to vote for who chooses who chooses the voter. Who chooses that electoral college voter? Who and chooses it, them? And it, the Congress, that's, my, right? that's my point. They're elected by 
not not necessarily Congress. I thought it was a it was a, each state elected their own electoral college. I think every voters. well, how many years? Six years or something? They do a recount of the and 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 that's a, I'm glad we br- bring this up. So to the listeners out there, to the people that say it don't matter you vote because it it don't account well. It's yay or nay. And say like Texas, right? I can speak for Texas. Houston is, Harris County is really ran by my minority. Matter of fact, when Obama ran the second time, he beat McCain, or was it the first? When was he running against McCain? The first time or the second time? It was the second That's time. That was the first time. The, fir- the, first the second time, time was Romney. They put this in the front page paper and and see how stuff go over our heads sometimes when we're not paying attention. They put this in the front page paper in the Houston Chronicle that Obama won Harris, oh, no, no, no. McCain won Harris County by exactly two vote. Reason, I, reason why that was a big deal is because they had the dog was till all the white people say, hey, you are not the majority anymore in Houston. You see what I'm saying? And so this is where it goes to the popular vote, how Hillary Clinton can win the popular vote and Donald Trump wins the electoral college. Because if you have Houston that say, hey, we vote for Obama, but everywhere else in Texas vote for McCain, your state is going to be a state. Don't matter if Houston pulled all the votes more than for Obama than McCain. You see what I'm saying? So the only way this would happen if black people were spread out throughout Texas. Black people are not spread. We're not spread out through America like that. Okay, no way. You want to find black people, you got to go to the cities. We are cities and neighboring cities. That's why if you go in the Midwest, they got all bunch of all white towns everywhere. You see what I'm saying? So since black people, we're not, we're not seasoned. When I mean seasoned, like we're not sprinkled evenly across America then the electoral college would never win in our favor. Now they're not going to say that on the mainstream because that's going to defeat the purpose of your ass going down to the polls. You see what I'm saying? So if you could, that's why we can win a popular vote, which I think is going to repeat the same. I think we have more voters turned out than ever before. And, and people are always like to say, this is the most important election. Every day, I feel like the last election was the most important election. Sorry to say. So if we have the, the lesser of two evils, the lesser of two evils would have been Hillary. But then again, about a bit a whole different 2020, though. <laughs> but anyway. Man, I'm let's sorry. go back. Let's, let's talk about that lesser of the two evils. I'm tired of hearing about that. Instead of the lesser of the two evils, what's that... A Libertarian Party chick name, Joe something. Uh, 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 it's Joe something. Because they've been talking about it at work a lot. So why, why, why don't you just choose her? Why don't you figure out what she's going for? I know she was talking about shutting down the DEA and making lead. I mean, making lead, making weed legal. And there was some other stuff she was talking about. She's basically talking about the Libertarians is real big about basically not dismantling the government, but taking a lot of their power away and putting it back in a and the and the people putting it back with the people, but instead of 
voting for Trump or Biden, why don't you just vote for Joe, the libertarian? You know what I'm saying? Why you got to do the lesser of the two evils? Because they both still evil, so you you still not gaining anything. You just basically, Mo Chris killed five people, Trader Dre killed two. I'm going I'm to go with Trader Dre. They they both still killers, but <laughs> yeah, Trader Dre killed two, let, he killed three less than Mo Chris. <laughs> let, let me ask you something, AP. I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, we keep talking about this, like this thing is a done deal and the way it is. And what you kind of talking towards is exactly what I'm, I've been realizing over the last few years is been the thing missing, right? When you roll down to a presidential election and you look up and everybody's piled into two parties, Republican or Democrat, and you don't have the libertarian. Did you, do you, does any of y'all remember seeing the libertarian candidate de debates on CNN, Fox <laughs> News, or anything like that? Or did you see the Democratic debates and the Republican debates? Well, that ain't, that ain't much of a playoff. You know, it's supposed, those debates are supposed right. to be the regular season. Right. And then you get down to the playoffs and it's supposed to be the best eight or whatever the, you know, whatever the format is. The United States is the only country where the best player from every party is not showing up. Mm. It's just this candidate and that candidate and they get selected out of two parties. And it's, if there's a third party, they gotta have a massive amount of funding in order to even be considered. So a couple things really do come into play with that, right? So one, America is relegated to those two parties. So our directions, yeah, they move kind of in similar paths, but you're limited. Your channels is this, this wide. You got this extreme over here, Democrats, you got this extreme over here, Republican. You don't really get that other extreme or that other extreme. So how wide your country's ability to grow, change, and fluctuate is, it's kind of linear. You don't take time to pause and take a moment and create some change, have some uncomfortable moments, and come out bigger, better, stronger for it. Instead, you simply advance within a very narrow objective. It's like walking down a tunnel. And instead yeah. of walking out on a street with a lot of a lot of different roads you can turn onto. Yeah, I think also what Anthony trying to allude to, like we just need to get rid of the political parties. But going to what Dre alluded to that you can't get rid of political parties because we can't control you niggas. See what I'm saying? Like let's just talk about the let's just talk about Republicans or the so-called conservative. Black people naturally we have a lot of conservative views, but yet we still vote Democrat. And but yet we know we can't vote Republican all the way because we know that we'll be voting against our own interests, which you could do. Are the same we thing with Democrats? Are we? Go and, ahead. But with to your to that, that's why I feel like what Trump is exposing 
if you want to say if anything good came out of this is that it it really goes back we know how we be saying oh we want to we like trump because we want our racism in front of me which i agree i want to see it you know what i'm saying but the covert stuff is what been killing us like you gotta understand even when they signed those crime bills sorry black folks but all your black caucus they was behind it they don't want to talk about that but they was behind those votes what did bill clinton say well i had to do something all the black preachers said what we're going to do i had to give them some and they gonna give you nothing but yeah they'll give you something like that oh Oh, and why you, what you think Trump doing? Oh, I, I, I let him out of jail. Yeah, we had him. Yeah, I had him out of jail. That, that's why it's, it's mean for me to say that, but I, I'm glad that, like, Kim Kardashian, I'm doing this, uh, freeing unjust people. But at the same time, it's like, yo, just because really, what, what they say, white daddy, just because white daddy let him out of jail just for nothing. He wasn't supposed to be there anyway, you know what I'm saying? So they know it, but I don't know. I was getting off topic with that one, but. Um. Man, real quick, just to get you a fact about the libertarians. Like I said, learners, I know this because they talk about it at work a lot. Next election, the libertarian candidate will be a part of the debate. They finally raised enough money and got enough backing to be a part of the debate. Just give me a heads up. So what about so, Diddy? Diddy, you know, Diddy's trying to, I, I think it's just all a horse and pony show, but Diddy, he's trying to start a black political party. I forgot what it's called. Let me Google it. Speaking of black political parties, and back to what Trader Dre said, or uh, whoever said lesser of the two evils, I think it was Trader Dre. Instead of the lesser of two evils, why the fuck you just don't vote for Kanye? Why do you have to vote for Trump or Biden? Because Jennifer, well, first of all, Kanye missed the deadline to get his name on the ballot in most of the states. I didn't even see his name on the ballot here in Texas. Yeah, he said his, <laughs> yeah, he, he said it on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's, he was only in like, I think he said like 14 states. Yeah, so he missed Well, shit, write it in. You can write shit in. They don't even leave you an option for that in a lot of ways. Oh, well, shit. Then yeah, the right I guess end, vote for the right end right is lost. And if I would have had my right end vote, yeah. well, shit. I'd have, I guess you know, you know where I'm whoever. going. I'm going a completely different route. It wouldn't have been neither one of them chumps, and it would have been somebody that had a real plan for our economic future and for our, for America and the best choice for for me in that. But it, somebody completely different. And that's what I feel like voting. Like we have to be more politically smart and if i can admit that i'm not politically smart i think we should have more of a collective as a people to realize like like when we go you go cast that valid okay you all everybody know the president but now you got a list of all these other candidates you might not even have a clue you might have heard a name or two you might have seen something on a commercial that's why commercials are more about trashing another candidate versus, hey, I'm I'm standing for this, this, and that. You look at these political ads, even even our most trusted, no, I won't say most trusted, there's no such thing as most trusted politician. But even our most <laughs> popular popular uh, politicians like Obama and all of them, they still had to engage in those political ads dragging another politician down why because it would resonate with us more 
I think so you own, I think to... you own to something more, Chris, and I think this should be a perfect thing for chemtrails to get our name out there and blow us up. Next election, we're gonna have a goddamn we're gonna have a damn class. And it's gonna have the presidents, and then it's gonna have mm-hmm. everything they for and against. And we're gonna be like, bam, bam, bam. Better As yet. a collective. Better yet. They have an app. They have an app that does. No, nah, but I'm not talking about no app. They this needs to be in person. We need yeah, to this get need, everybody. This need, this need to be a like form. a caucus. Yeah, it's a yeah. form. And, and I think yeah. you just said the best word for a caucus. So yeah. first of all, when was the last time y'all checked in to see what the leaders of any of the black caucuses had to say? When was the last time y'all got interested in in anything? I don't even know who it is. Exactly. Well, hey, I, I know my district. And- Sheila Jackson Lee, but she been. She's been getting voted in for years. She's probably going to retire. She probably don't even do so, nothing. So, well, so here's the question, and here's the thing. So, and this is more to piggyback off of what AP was saying, because I was literally thinking this as Mo Chris was saying that. I was like, man, you know what we really need is we need a forum that is out there explaining to black people what these local votes mean and how it's going to impact them or impact that community. And what these national, what these state votes mean, what these big legislation that are going before Congress mean, something that breaks it down from a very, very black stance. Why do I need, why do I, and, and I hate to say it like that because a lot of people would be like, well, you know, we're all Americans. We're all Americans. Yeah, but laws for a lot of people, they may view it as class. Mm-hmm classes right where it's like oh well this is just going to impact poor people this is going to impact this type of person it's going to impact this type of person for us when new crime bills get passed it almost might as well be called the black and brown bill because that we're the only ones i think that get taken to the to the ringer on this whenever there's a crime bill passed we're the ones that take the brunt of it because that's their way of enforcing, of reinforcing slavery on us. So yeah. and, you know, and that's the kind like, of stuff that we need to be mindful of. Right. And we just need to be, like I said, politically smart, because like we can read the definition. Oh, we want to, you know, take gang members and drugs off the street. So you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah, good. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to stop the insurgents from killing American soldiers. Well, yeah, let's stop those insurgents. <laughs> then you realize, oh, shit, that was people? They was taking my brothers? Oh, shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> they ripped apart all these damn families. Man, we didn't know y'all meant brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you yeah. said gang members. These cats ain't even gang. That, that man, 45-year-old. Bus driver, what? What? (laughs) That's by design, man. It's by design. It's by design. Like I still get confused. Okay, county commissioner. Okay, they over. You know what I'm saying? Be smart, educated, two degrees. But like, be up there struggling as the voter. And then what we do as black people? Vote Democrat down ballot. Because it's like, oh well. Mm They can't be worse as the Republican. <laughs> I, I think, but a lot of that is not our fault though, because like my parents is like real big on Democrats. 
And like, if you say you're a Republican or if you even think Republican, they coming at you. Like I, I, I get into it my dad sometimes about that because uh, he's so strong minded with the democratic ways. And it's like, man, I, I've always like, like Trader Dre said, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm not nothing. I, I take pieces of each one that I agree with and, and put that shit together. And then whatever you got at the end, that's what I am. I'm not full nothing. I mean, I don't think nobody really is. Honestly, Democrats and Republicans is the same fucking thing. It's just a dog and pony show that just the way to divide. But that's, I ain't even going to get started on that. But, no, man, go ahead and say it. Nah, it's man. The it's yeah. the truth. It's the truth. I literally, but, I mean, theater. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that uh, back to what Mo Chris was saying, like, because it's true, man. Like, when you growing up in a black household, they cramming down, oh, we Democrats. We Democrats. Well, why are we Democrats? Because uh, basically, they like, oh, they care about black people or something. But then you come to find out, shit, these motherfuckers is locking black people up like a motherfucker. So obviously, they must not care about us that much. So why can't we be Republicans? Oh, well, you know, they don't care about us. Here's but an like, interesting statistic. I, yeah, I would you love see that these see. motherfuckers be kind of thriving with these tax breaks and stuff that Republicans be doing. That's the name conservatives. So it's like, but like I, just, to, just to Mo Chris points, the reason why black people uh, go Democrat all the way down a lot of times is because it's the household they grew up in. It was just, you know, something they know, like, oh, my mama told me I was a Democrat. So I just vote for Democrat. Man, I feel like this is a, uh... This is an interesting period in history. And I don't want y'all to like think I'm like by any means a a supporter of any either one of these parties, but I'm gonna take a look at it and I'm gonna just say it like this. The policies in place during the Reagan years was an interesting time for America. The policies that you see being replicated at that time during the Trump administration are interesting. Missing one major and vital thing that the Reagan administration depended on. They forgot to drop the crack bomb on the American, on the Black American community during his presidency. So without that, you see this tougher reform on small business, you see this tougher reform, or excuse me, not uh, tougher, you, you see this loose reform on, on the development of small business, you see loose reforms on taxes, you see all these things that incentivize people to get out and create a business and create your own path. But what you don't see is that big ass crack bomb on the black community destroying us from within. Instead, you see other communities still struggling to find a way out of the oxycodone blizzard (laughs) that they created. So that being said, I think it's going to be real interesting in the next few years when we take a look at the Trump presidency and everybody is, I know know people are going to be blowing up about this, but Trump said, I've been the best president for black people in a long time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. What if that motherfucker was? You know what he's betting though? He's betting, he's betting that 20, 30 years from now, when we analyze 2020 in the pivotal point 
of when black people shifted and come to their own, it's going to come back to when he was president. Oh, I look at it right now. I know more black business owners now in these last four years than I have ever met in, a, in the entirety of my life. True. And, I, and I say it right now. Typically, what you see when, black, when, when, when times get rough, black people are, are famous for finding a way. But what is happening right now is there's a flow of information happening thanks to this social media and technology and things like that. I see black people making strides that they were not making before. So I think you're right, Mo Chris. We're going to look back on this and somebody's going to come back and be like, man, black people, that turning point. See, in 2017, baby. And we, (laughs) and we were, and we, even before Trump and see, Mm -hmm. Then Obama years, what it did was, because still black president thing, he's still part of that bloodline. He's still part of that clique or whatever. So, but to, to rural America, to like your poor whites, right? Because remember, whites don't, they don't care about, it's not about right or wrong. They just want to be better than us so remember the the they say the poorest white man can bring down the richest black man and we've seen that happen we there even been failed attempts like one failed attempt was oj simpson right so we we see this happen so with that mentality like when they talk about obamacare or the affordable care act like why why are the people that need the health care still voting for Trump, which is trying to undermine it? Because it's not about that. They put race first. Matter of fact, I believe white supremacists, I believe that they put white supremacy before their kid. I swear to believe that I believe, I swear to God. They they will put white supremacy before their kids. Why? Because every cop shooter that is out arm unarmed black person. Don't cops be having like three kids, three, four, five kids, et cetera, et cetera. And they ain't, they ain't hesitate now one time to pull the trigger. Like a black cop be like, you know what? I ain't gonna pull this trigger, man. I need to pay my mortgage. I got kids, you know, my little boy playing football. He good, you know what I'm saying? So we think about our livelihood, but to a poor white, he don't care about his livelihood. He just want to be able to, to say he's better than you. So again, at the end of the day, you go vote on them at the polls, but yet you still got to go, what, what do black people got to do now? Buy guns and weapons now? Why? If we really did trust the vote, we wouldn't have to worry about those guns. You know why? Because it ain't never about the vote. It's about the other man that's trying to knock you down because of you being you. And you can't vote that out. Damn, I feel like he just ended the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, go get you a gun, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> we probably do need a break. <laughs> it's about to get wild.
Hey, Chemtrail listeners, if you out there and you're making a positive impact in your community, well, we would love to showcase your work. Just email us at chemtrailspodcast at gmail.com. I was actually, it's funny you mentioned that, Mo, Chris. I was just talking to my buddy. He's a, he's like a, I don't even know what his position is, but he works in, uh, he's in Houston and in the wilderness. He works as like a top, like he's like the top security of like a couple of malls. And he said they've been getting a lot of threats, you know, with this election and talking about burning stuff down and doing all this if certain, if a certain individual don't win. But I've been, I've been hearing that a lot, talking about, Basically, depending on who wins this presidential election, it's about to be a civil war, or, you know, all this shit and that. And it's just like, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, if you got a gun, good. If you don't, I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, there's consequences to every reaction. I mean, it's an action and reaction. So, I mean, I don't, who, nobody knows what's going to really happen except for the people that's probably running this motherfucker. Or they might, they might have an idea, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess I, I the, say, the yeah, go ahead. My bad. I, no, I was just gonna say I was gonna tell you. I just wanted you to get to the main point and ask me and Trader Dre and yourself the question on if our votes count or not, because I think that's probably what all the Chemtrails family want to hear <laughs> before we wrap this uh, show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we wrap this show up, I know I kind of said it when I the opener. No matter whether you believe in voting or not voting, is if if you just practice voting where it's like you know the candidate and you can say a hundred percent sure why you're voting for the candidate, but it's yeah, you're right, it's your exercise the right to vote, but yet black people, I don't care what labels they put on us. Remember, gods have many names, and you have black people been called everything and, and names are still being thought up right now as we speak because you the God. So you can't let a piece of paper that they written down say black people are three-fourths of a, a person because you can see that we have laws in place like no, like anti-lynching laws, but yet we still get lynched by cop shootings, right? So we, we have to know that we the gods out here and we can't just be just thinking that we voting because it's like you vote because you're not doing nothing out here. You're not voicing nothing. And if you are in the community and you're telling people to vote, that means you are believing in something that you want to happen instead of you making it happen. And, and it sounds crazy, but the people took this country by force. I'm not saying that we got to do anything that would cause harm to anybody, anything like that. But remember, this is not our war. And if they're going to go to war, let them fight. They're the ones that want to fight anyway. Say, you just got to protect our family. We get the backlash of the wars. We don't cause any of, but yet we get the most lives taken. And so we just got to realize that, okay, who's the world really about? 
if the guns are pointing at us, but yet you got Trump supporter, Biden supporters ready to kill each other at a protest rally. But as soon as black people walk up, both of them turn their guns on you and you voting for them. Mm. Man, man, <laughs> man. First of all, that was a hard rant to follow. Because I've been ranting all night. <laughs> man, I mean, you've been, you've been in, let me be like, sweetest taboo, you are in rare form. I'd be like, Mo Chris, you are in rarer form tonight. <laughs> I don't know what's in your cup, man, but let me, let me start dissecting some of this real quick for everybody. Mo Chris, is, you know, I saw that video. It's been circulating around. But with the the Trump supporters on one side and the and the um, Biden supporters on the other one, and the little label up there, uh, black people, this ain't your fight, and that's not a place for us to step into. You know what? Some of that is not our fight. But the problem is, and like Mo Chris was saying, you know, you talk about a war, talk about you're using big language there. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is this is turning into a corporate state, corporate-owned country. So the reality is, is if you want to be a, someone that fights in this, in this you know, that is fighting, you need to be fighting as a corporation. You need to be fighting with capital. That's the thing. It's not going to be guns and, and, and missiles that wins this battle. It's going to be contracts and agreements and court litigations that's where the battle is going to be fought and that's where it's going to be won and the the soldiers are going to be those little greenbacks that are being invested into the Mm -hmm. corporations so that being said y'all better start figuring out the way to fight the real the right way to fight it, like I said, you know, you can stock up on guns and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can stock up on guns all you want. You can put your dollar into buying bullets or you can put your dollar into buying buying America. Your America. You got any final words to AP? Uh, yeah, I do, my brother. <laughs> nah, man. Like, voting is a surreal, touchy topic. Like I said, I believe that your vote your vote does count on a local level, but as far as the presidential aspect, I don't think it counts because I've said this before. I said that that we elect president, but people that's running it select the president. That's why we elect officials and then they get selected by whoever. So. Yeah, man. Like I said, if you vote and, and, and based off like what Mo Chris said, I mean, if you truly believe in that, you believe like your, that your vote counts, then vote. I mean, that's your belief. And we all are entitled to our own beliefs. But I will leave you with this is if the true the true presidents are the ones that was actually that was actually voted in that actually won was the ones that got assassinated. And I leave it at that. Can I can I leave my little final my little oh, yeah, final you go thoughts? Ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not in agreement with AP 
I don't think that's, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. We're allowed to disagree and agree to disagree on this show, have different opinions. I think your vote counts. I think you should exercise it. I think you have to be careful how you exercise it, but I think you need to be very mindful of the fact that if you're waiting to just show up to the big show, then you're missing the point. The battle for you, if you are brown skin, if you are black skin, if you are Asian American, if you are Native American, your battle is on those local legislation battles. And that's where your vote counts extremely, extremely more than what it counts for on a national scale. So you need to be exercising your power where your power is greatest. In that regard, I would say AP is absolutely right. Local elections, your vote, it's not that your vote just counts, it's that your vote counts for more. So it's, it's just a proportion thing, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not that your vote don't count on a national level, it does. But we're talking about scale and we're talking about proportion and we're talking about the difference between your vote in a county of 5,000 registered voters versus the United States of America with 23 million registered voters or whatever, or, or no, I'm sorry, 230 mm. whatever registered million registered voters or whatever the case may be. So you just think of the scale. If you and your local district, your vote and your family's vote, if it's like 10, 20 of y'all, y'all might be the biggest party and the control, <laughs> y'all might swing that thing. If right, you're unified, right. if your little local community has a black caucus and y'all are a thousand strong in a community of 25,000 people, oh, your vote really counts because mm. you're pushing it along with a unified troop that can make that is literally 125th of the entire pot. And with advertisement and with some agreements and some other pushes from uh, local local charters and stuff like that, you could move the local governments in that state and in turn move the state itself. Hmm. So that's why I say exercise your power where it counts. Well, there we have it. Man, good job, fellas. Man, we gave the people what they want. Sorry, we ran out of time. We have to end it. One thing we probably did talk about is how we got countries like Australia, where if you pay taxes, you have to vote. That rule can never work here in America because you got all our politicians that actually win for people not voting. So that's just something to think about. Till next time, we ain't gonna talk about it anymore. We gonna end it. Y'all follow us at Kim Trails Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, email us at kimchillpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, leave a comment, and tell a friend. All right, until next time, we out. Hey.
Hey, Chemtrail listeners, want to leave a message? Just click the link in our show notes to leave a voicemail. And if you come from a simpler times like myself, just call. Leave us a voice message at 832-308-0529. And don't forget, all messages can record up to three minutes long. What up, what up? It's your boy AP. Make sure you follow us at Chemtrails Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up. Once again, that's Chemtrails Podcast at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace out. Get your voice heard at www.chemtrails.mn.co. Join the community. Thank you.